If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358. Every gambler knows. The secret to surviving I don't want to take advice from fools You always won Every time you place the bet Welcome to the OffshoreInsiders.com simulcast. You know, in previous years, I've done it mostly my score phone style, way back in the score phone days, short form, with a lot of news and notes and injuries and even ATS trends. But I told you that this year, wanted to do some more long form, where we're going to have various sports betting experts on to discuss whatever, whatever the uh, situation is. And I'm very happy to welcome Scott Cooley from Bet. DSI Bet DSI is one of only about a half dozen sports books that I unequivocally recommend on offshoreinsiders.com. You'll never have a problem getting a withdrawal there. Very easy to make a deposit there. One of the most universally respected sports books out there. And one of my favorite things at Bet DSI, especially if you're a fantasy football player who likes to bet, they've got a lot of interesting props. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You can see it on your screen on the Bet DSI page. Of course, we have a lot of highly touted rookie quarterbacks. Will they win a starting position and how many games they can play? And a couple of the props they have, you can see Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen with their respective over-unders. Started out with Josh Allen. One of the things we got to take into consideration not only is how good of a quarterback do we think these guys are going to be in the rookie year, but of course, what the competition is. In the case of Josh Allen, Nathan Peterman, and A.J. McCarron, not a lot of competition there. I'm not really a big fan of Josh Allen, to be perfectly honest with you, but because it is clearly his starting job to win or lose, maybe I would lean towards the over still. I think Josh Allen's a guy who he had a very low completion rate in college, especially for a guy drafted so high. I think he's going to eventually lose the job. I would lean a little bit towards the under there, but Scott, what, tell me what went into the thinking setting the Josh Allen over under at eight and a half. Yeah, sure, Joe. Um, certainly, we we were very kind of hesitant to to put anything really high on this, and I think uh, initially when it opened on our prop board, we had Josh Allen at, at four and a half or five and a half actually, but. Uh, certainly once A.J. McCarron's injury occurred during the preseason, uh, he's going to be shelved for uh, quite a, quite some time. So um, that left Nathan Peterman and, and Allen as the, uh, as the uh, you know, battling out for the starting spot. So at that point, we immediately bumped it up. 
certainly, I think, you know, uh, many people are expecting uh, Allen to start right out of the gate to get him some, um, you know, get him some uh, real game experience. And, and, you know, I don't, we don't put a lot of, you know, investment into watching how they do in the preseason, what that means, because, uh, you know, I, I know the talking heads, you know, have to talk about something, but preseason is, is largely meaningless in the eyes of the odds makers uh, for, for everyone, uh, not just the rookies. But, um, you know, I think that at this point, you know, we're seeing action on the under, uh, to your point, Joe, that I think that uh, uh, some people are expecting him to start kind of get thrown to the wolves. Uh, this nobody's expecting this Bills team to be good. Um, it's 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 the offensive line is just horrendous. Allen's going to be under if he does start. He's going to be under a lot of pressure early. Uh, who knows how long he may he may make it in the season without getting hurt. But I think uh, you know the consensus is that once McCarron is is ready to go and recover from his uh, shoulder injury, uh, that he'll he'll step back in the starting starting spot. Um, certainly. We've got the the public, the square betters taking the over on this. They think he's going to be there for all 16 games, um, and then the the sharper betters are are nabbing the under. All right. Well, as you can see, I, I said I would lean towards the under, and I usually am a sharper better. Uh, Baker Mayfield, another one of the more interesting ones. You have the over under there at four and a half. He's the one who has arguably the most competition. We'll talk about Josh Rosen. He he does as well, but. Baker Mayfield, of course, will be playing behind Tyrod Taylor, who's an established starter. And uh, Tyrod Taylor is, can certainly keep the seat warm. The truth is, Baker Mayfield has a little bit more of the upside. They didn't draft him to sit on the bench, but but at the same time, as I said, they have the perfect guy to keep the seat warm. And then again, they wouldn't have, you could say conversely, they wouldn't have gone out and gotten an experienced quarterback in Tyrod Taylor if they weren't planning on maybe breaking in Baker Mayfield slowly. The truth is, you got a coach who's won, uh, who's got a 1-33 straight-up record. So if he's gotten this far, clearly they're going to let you Jackson go through the rebuild process, so there's no urgency for him to, to win. I would lean towards the over because I think that Cleveland can look towards the future. And I know, you know kind of as a side note, it's my understanding that at least in a lot of sports books, and I don't know if this is the case at Bet DSI, but the public seems to be like liking to bet Cleveland over the total in the number of wins, and there even a lot of uh, people are, have them as the dark horse to win the Super Bowl. That's what I've heard about some of the other sports books. Is that the case at uh, Bet DSI as well? Uh, not, not, not so much. I mean, we we certainly take our you know fair share of you know five and ten dollar bets from the uh, from the public betters that. They, you know, have some, you know, want some long odds and some hope fills and something to root, root for, you know, all season. Um, you know, we have seen some, some, you know, sharp action on both sides of the Browns. It's just pretty balanced as far as their season win total. Uh, some are taking the over, some are taking the under, but it's not, it's not like it's, uh, you know, the, the, the media really is, you know, especially with, you know, hard knocks, uh, covering the Browns. It's, it's really easy to get caught up in the hype and the, and the pomp and the fluff, but, you know, in the odds-making business, there is no such thing as hype. So you have to um, have to keep a level head and really not listen to um, what what the those media types say. Um, as far as as far as Baker Mayfield, uh, we you know we feel like you know Hugh Jackson has been very very um, you know poignant as Tyrod Tyrod or Tyrod Taylor is my starter. He's going to be my starter. I fully expect him to see him you know starting. 
throughout the season, especially you know maybe the first eight to ten weeks. If if the Browns get off to a two two and eight start, you know, or two and nine, or you know they haven't they haven't really won any games, I think you know there will be some pressure from from upper management and stuff to get Mayfield in and get him some reps. But I actually think that. Um, this this would be more of a, a play to under for for me. Um, I, I think that if the Browns are competitive, like some people are expecting them to be, I think we could see Mayfield sit on the bench the entire first season, um, just just because of Hugh Jackson's you know uh, commitment to to Rod Taylor at this point. And that's actually been saying. You know, it's funny you brought up the hard knocks thing. I saw a stat somewhere, and I don't have software that can specifically measure this, but it says that for the most part, teams that are on hard knocks are great go-against bets because they are overvalued. They get so much exposure, and, you know, who knows? Maybe even in the training camp there are some things they don't want to discuss because of the hard knocks, but do you find that when it comes to the games during the regular season that maybe the public is betting on the hard knocks team and maybe the Sharps are betting against them? Yeah, I, I think that that just kind of translates through all kind of uh, all kinds of media attention. Whenever there's 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 a lot of excitement, you know, maybe maybe one of these rookies plays really well, uh, you know, one week, uh, the very next week, you know, the public is going to be on that rookie, and you know, you may see even a little bit of a line adjustment and an intentional inflated line from the odds makers. Uh, that because they they understand that they're going to get that public money just like we have public teams you know the Cowboys the Packers the Patriots uh, where where their 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 spreads are always uh, a little bit inflated uh, but you can't do it too much because the sharps are on their side just ready to pounce on a bad number and uh, certainly talking about media teams there's not a bigger media team than the New York Jets and uh, Sam Darnold I've gone on record as saying that I think he's going to be a bust, but with the Teddy Bridgewater trade, he's now been announced he will be the Game 1 starter, at least according to most reports. This is probably the toughest one for me because as somebody, like I said, I think Darnold's going to be a cataclysmic bust. I think he's another uh, Matt Stafford, and, and I know that some people are still big believers in Matt Stafford, Jay Cutler. He's one of these guys where his talent always exceeds his production. I'm more about production. I saw him Darnold make a ton of mistakes last year, but the job is clearly his to lose. The over-unders at six and a half. So, you know, before the trade, I would might lean towards saying the under, although I think most people did expect Teddy Bridgewater to get traded. I think Bridgewater is going to be the better quarterback, not only this year, but long term. But Sam Darnold at six and a half, I think it's clearly his job to win or lose. And in fact, I know that you have a prop about will any quarterback throw, I think it's 22 or more interceptions this year. If I had to bet on who's likely to throw the most interceptions this year, it's Sam Darnold because I, I think they're going to stick with him. But he makes a ton of mistakes. I think he's a feast or famine quarterback. But especially after the trade uh, yesterday where it does appear that Darnold is, is most likely the number one quarterback. I like the over here, but tell me about what the thinking uh, went into setting the total at six and a half and now juiced at minus 130. Yes, and I, I agree with your sentiments there, Joe. I think that, um, you know, this looks like a good over bet. Um, you know, we never know based on, you know, what might happen with injuries and that kind of stuff. Uh, but certainly the, the betters are reacting that way. They're taking the over, uh, especially since, you know, Bridgewater was, was, uh, was traded long. And so um, I, I think that 
and, and you're right about the interception solo. You know, Darnold could if if you know could be a, a Peyton Manning. Not not to compare him to Peyton Manning, but a Peyton Manning like season where he throws 30 interceptions in his rookie rookie campaign. Um, however, you know, I, I you know what I look towards here is is the head coach. Todd Bowles is such a an old school uh, mentality type of head coach, and and I really wonder if. If the Jets get off to a, you know, they have a decent team, but if, if they get off to a, a, a tough start where, you know, again, they're one and five, you know, two and seven, that kind of thing, and, and Darnold's just throwing picks all over the place and he's really struggling, I, I, I could see Bowles coming in and saying, hey, look, I'm going to go with McCall and go with a veteran because we don't want to ruin this, this kid's psyche in year one. We don't want to just, just keep, keep allowing him to fail over and over again. Um, that's that's that would be the only caveat I had for this, but uh, I certainly think the over is is probably a, a prudent play. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the Todd Bowles he obviously won himself a lot of job security last year. I do. Um, I was on a uh, a guest on a a podcast and video with the big man on campus over at SBR, and I respect his opinion a lot. But I remember he was telling me that he had bet on uh, last year one of his biggest off season bets was that there would at least be one team that would go 0-16. He thought the Jets were guaranteed, well, not guaranteed, but he thought the Jets were definitely going to go 0-16, and and we saw that they had that great year last year, surprised a lot of people. So, yeah, Bowles definitely can be very patient this year off of his successes as last year, and I definitely agree with you. He's an old-school guy, so you kind of sold me how, yeah, maybe maybe the under might not be uh, too bad of a bet after all. Uh, Probably, though, my favorite bet of all these, Josh Rosen, total starts four and a half, although over is minus 160. So, you know, I don't like betting the juice, but, and I I got a news alert for you. Sam Bradford's going to get hurt, and he's probably going to get hurt game three, game four. So, and I'm a big Josh Rosen fan. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb. I've probably said it publicly before, but I'm going to say it here. I think he's going to be the best quarterback of this draft. I love guys that get the ball out quickly to their playmakers, and that's what Josh Rosen does. And, you know, because he obviously threw the ball a lot in college, I think he's maybe even a little bit more ready for the NFL. Not that the other guys haven't, but, of course, UCLA used to throw the ball all the time there. I like this over, like I said, because you're basically betting on will Sam Bradford get hurt? And how quickly will he get hurt? And as much as I, I hate to ever root for a guy to get injured, he's going to get injured. I like this game over, but the, or I like this bet over. But then again, you know, you, you put a, a tempting over under four and a half. But I always tell my clients at offshoreinsiders.com, you got to be aware of that juice. So it is it is heavily juice. So maybe mm-hmm. you are trying to sucker us into it there, Scott Cooley from BetDSI. Yes, yeah, I, think, I think that was the case. And, I'll, and honestly, I, I really wish we would open this a, a tick or two higher at five and a half, six and a half. I actually think it's up to uh, five or so with juice on the over now as well. So uh, people have certainly, you know, uh, you know, rallied around the the Sam Bradford angle, which you know he can't he can't step out of the car without getting injured. So uh, I think that you know, especially and also given the team, uh, you know, we're we're, we're all anticipating the uh, Arizona Cardinals to kind of be at the bottom of the division this year. That division's gotten so good, um, and I think that. I think we're going to see a change in the guard pretty quickly, um, you know, whether whether by injury or just by, hey, you know what, um, we're going to 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch it. This is our quarterback of the future. Obviously, Sam Bradford is not their quarterback of the future. So I think that I think that I think you know, uh, in, in turn, we have seen smart money, uh, respect the money, take the over on this prop. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how Josh Rosen pans out. I'm not sure, you know, how really any of these guys pan out, but certainly they're going to, you know, if David Johnson's there and healthy, uh, you know, if he, if he does come to start, you know, he's going to be able to, to, uh, you know, kind of showcase his skills because they're going to, the opponents are going to stack the box. They're going to put eight, nine people in there to stop the run game and make Josh Rosen beat them. Yeah, there is one. I'm trying to find that I was, uh, panning there on uh, the Bet DSI site. If I'm not mistaken, there we go. I think I found it here in my notes. Uh, one of them, and as much as I don't like to lay the juice, will Andrew Luck miss at least one game during the regular season? Again, I hate to root for injuries, but as much as I don't like to lay the lumber, minus 250 looks pretty tempting. And the truth is, even at, let's say the other extreme happens, that he becomes the comeback player of the century, and you know he's the league MVP, if somehow Indianapolis, if they're in position entering week 16, or actually I guess it would technically be week, week 17, um, and they already have a playoff spot clinched, there's no way he's going to play. So I say either extreme. In the most likely event that Andrew Luck uh, does miss a game because of an injury, it wins. And if he turns out he's spectacular and healthy, and they're in a position where in the final week of the season they can rest him, I think he would be in uh, civvies in the final game of the year. So as much as I don't like to lay 250, it's kind of like having a, a favorite in a horse race. Uh, when I looked over some of your props, that's probably the one I like most. And even though I'm allergic to chalk, Andrew Luck. But tell me about the thinking behind having what, what I think is still relatively low juice there. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with you. Um, it, it seems like... Unfortunately, I hope we're not singing the same song for Andrew Luck as we do as we have been for Sam Bradford in, in you know four or five years. Uh, Andrew Luck is just an immense talent. Uh, I think he's you know a, a great ambassador for the league and really really good for for the the, the game of football. Um, a really really quality person on and off the field. Uh, I know him personally, so I, um, I I'm always rooting for Andrew. But uh, you know the, these. These injury bugs, they, they for, for whatever reason, on some players, they keep biting, keep biting, and and we, we, we all are sitting here back, you know, sitting back and looking at this skeptically because you know how many times have we heard, oh, Andrew Luck will be ready, or Andrew Luck is you know warming up, and you know he's going to play this year, and then you know we, we go an entire season and we don't see him, so you know that stigma is already stuck in our mind that you know this guy's this guy is injury prone and, and he probably can't last the season. Um, so we definitely wanted to keep the juice high on that. Um, you know, maybe not to uh, ward off, uh, you know, somebody like yourself, Joe, but uh, we, we wanted to, to try to attract people, uh, money on the note. And I'll tell you, one guy that I'm a full believer in, and at least in this case I get to root against an injury, Deshaun Watson, I would take just about any over on him. I think this guy is the real deal. He's a superstar. Of course, we're talking about a guy coming back from an injury, and then again, if you want me to list guys who had spectacular rookie years at quarterback and then were disappointments in their, in their uh, next year, at list is long, and these are guys that stayed healthy. So there are definitely some question marks there, but I think I would take all of his uh, overs, you know, personally, if he remains healthy. The guy's an absolute stud, and I agree with you. You don't want to look too much into uh, preseason performance, but the fact that coming off an injury, he kind of looked like, you know, that he was his old self. That's pretty impressive. So, you know, at Bet DSI, 
I would take a long look at all, all those overs. Well, well, Scott Coolio, well, tell me what other ones, um, you know, I, I mentioned some of the ones that grabbed my eyes, but what are some of the ones that the public is liking to bet on? And is there a big difference between, and, and I guess you, you obviously have very low uh, limits here. So it's probably a little bit tougher to measure sharp money, big money, but are there any uh, props that you have where it looks like maybe the public loves it one way, but some of the guys that are more sharp are liking it another way? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, we we are we're seeing you know obviously the you know Aaron Rodgers is you know the most polarizing quarterback in the league, and and the public's always going to bet on the Packers, and they're always going to bet on Aaron Rodgers. Um, so we we've seen we've taken you know. Basically, you know, ninety percent square money on his his passing TDs totals and his passing yards total. Um, sharps is not the same story. We've actually we've actually taken a lot of uh, a smart, respected action on on the unders uh, for Rogers more so his his passing yards than uh, than anything. And, and maybe they're they're looking at is you know this this may be uh, you know we're still going to see the kind of same offense. Mike McCarthy, you know, kind of you know, air it out, but. I think that there's a good chance that you know we're going to see a, a little bit more of a, a conservative approach from this Packers team. You know, they they you know Aaron Rodgers just got signed an extension. You know, they they don't they may not want this guy dropping back you know 50 times a game and and slinging around 50 times a game. So I think that's just a you know a little bit of product of uh, the perception from the from the smarts from the pro betters that 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 you know this 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 Packers offense if if they if they can play it right and do it right, and they've got a little more, a few more pieces on defense, that that maybe they can build leads and then and then kind of sit on them. Yeah, I did read somewhere where, and I can't even keep track of which quarterbacks have which injuries, but I guess it's always safe to say an ACL. But the last time that Rodgers did have this type of injury, he bounced back with an MVP season. Look, Aaron Rodgers is truly Superman. So this might be one case where I'd lean more towards the square money than the sharp money. But then again, we're really betting on more on whether or not he can be healthy rather than how good is he. But, but you're right. He doesn't have a great offensive line. He doesn't have tons of weapons. Uh, Scott Cooley at Bet DSI. How about the, you know, I said these are kind of like the fantasy props in addition, all the normal stuff where you can bet the sides and totals on a weekly basis. What type of things can the fantasy player and the guys who like to, and the girls, guys and girls who like to bet the prop bets, what type of thing are we going to have on a weekly basis at Bet DSI? Yes, certainly our prop proposition offerings are something we really hang our hat on. We we really try to uh, offer the largest amount of props, and um, and and for 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 game to game stuff, we're gonna have we're gonna have props for for the main players. We'll also be creating head to head kind of fantasy matchup props in a sense, uh, where you know they may get you know um, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers minus you know two and a half fantasy points. Uh, so we'll be offering those things. And then um, we're expect we're hopeful to roll out a new prop platform that allows you to actually uh, create your own prop bet. So if you want to uh, bet on Aaron Rodgers over you know 320 passing yards in a certain in a particular game, um, you can put that in, and we we provide you know what odds we'll give you on that. If you want to drop it to 315 passing yards, obviously the odds get worse. If you want to go higher, the odds get better. So that's a that's a really unique feature of our new website that we're we're preparing to have for the start of football season. And actually, Scott, can you clarify? Is it betdsi.eu? Is that is that the URL that you prefer? 
Uh, yes, that's that's the that's the main platform, but people can access it through betdsi.com okay. as well. All right, yeah, I thought I did say betdsi.com because I'm glad, I'm glad. Well, how about on social media? Where can they follow betdsi? It's uh, at betdsi is, is the Twitter handle, and we, um, you know, we were, were pretty active on there. We, we would, you know, encourage all questions and followers, and, and we're, we're expecting to do a lot of um, informational uh, tweets there as far as, you know, action reports and where, where the smart money's coming, where the square money, that kind of thing. All right, like I said, at offshoreinsiders.com, only have about a half dozen sports books there. Uh, Bet DSI is definitely among the best, and I agree with Scott. And, and look, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm not really the fantasy football type guy. My handicapping is a lot of analytics and systems. So even though the fantasy football isn't really kind of my thing, there is no question about it. If you're a fantasy football player and a gambler, you're going to lo- love Bet DSI. And if you're really sharp about the fantasy football matchups and which quarterback is going to have a bad week, which wide receiver bet DSI is definitely as good as it gets. Well, Scott Cooley from betdsi.com or .eu, whichever one you prefer. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully we will do this again. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Pick some up at 7-Eleven today.